This conference is being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday, July 8, 2009 Dream the Biggest Dream teleconference. Tonight, lessons from the front line. And the topic is, welcome to playtime. Now let's have fun with Dr. Dream. <laughs> well, I would have to say that this call coincides with a little vacation for me. Uh, my daughter Maya, who's with me throughout the year, spends part of the summer in um, Arizona in Sedona with her mother. And so this is about the halfway point, um, maybe not quite the halfway point, but I didn't want to wait any longer to visit her. So I picked up Maya in Sedona last night. We got to see friends. We had a, a great time, stayed at a hotel. A client of mine gave me a free hotel room. That's fun right there. And uh, this morning we drove down to Phoenix, and we're staying in a lovely resort um, that has this amazing water park. <laughs> and so my mindset this week, and I've got to tell you that it started on Friday, is all about having fun. It's all about creating playtime for those inner for the the inner child in each of us to really enjoy themselves. You know, I was thinking earlier a little bit about what are the basic needs of a human being. And of course, um right up there at the top of the list is to feel to experience and to share unconditional love. Right up there uh, next to that is the desire, the need to know that everything is divine in its perfection, divine perfection in everything. Or bring it down to just its, its sort of simplest thought it's that we want to just, like a child, to be held and told that everything's going to be all right. Everything. Everything about our life experience, every single thing we perceive. I bump that up a level and I call that divine perfection. We want to know and have faith in the divine perfection in all that is. And the other thing is we want to have fun. Okay, these are the basics. Any of you that have children or have seen children or know that children exist in the world because you were a child once also, you know these things to be the most important. Now, as we get older, as we um, put ourselves in a position of more responsibility, what starts to happen? We start to get distracted from those basic needs and we start to um, fill our lives with the um, have-tos. I have to do this. And then other stuff starts to filter in, the, the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Um, but, but let's just bring it back to the core of what we're all really about, and it's unconditional love. It's divine perfection, and it's having fun. 
Many of you that have been on the call, many of you that know me, know that I made a deal with my universe. By the way, you're able to make a deal with your universe also. I made a deal with my universe. I made a deal with God. That if it wasn't fun, sorry, I'm not doing it. Guess what happened? Everything I was doing started to become fun. I realized everything that I was doing was fun. And if I realized something I was doing wasn't particularly fun, I stopped doing it. Okay? Because what, what's it all about? What's it all worth? And I will tell you this week, actually, started on Friday, took a trip on my own down to San Diego, stayed with my good friends Eddie and Chris. They're on the call now. <laughs> and... We had fun over the weekend. Well, well I'm going to let Eddie and Chris talk about it if they choose to in a little bit. But we ended up, and I want to share this story because it brings up it brings up some good points. Um, we were looking forward to a party on a 60-foot yacht, and somehow that plan got readjusted. Well, I've got to tell you, we were all really ready for this weekend, so it didn't matter to us that the plan got adjusted. All of our friends were still there. Everything was still intact. We just didn't know what form it would take. Okay, We were going with the flow. We ended up at a scene in the midst, in the middle, <laughs> wrapped up in a scene that you would not normally find myself Chris or Eddie <laughs> in. And it was perfect for us. And I will tell you, from the moment we found ourselves in this situation, <laughs> in this um, poolside party, cabanas, bottle service, uh, bikinis and high heels, uh, bikinis and knee-high and above leather boots, I don't know. But from the moment we found ourselves there, I will tell you what happened, and that is we knew we were going to have fun. We were people we, we, we genuinely, authentically connect with, and it didn't matter that we're not used to the steroidal guys running around, that we're not used to the overabundance of augmentation it didn't matter about any of that. It didn't matter that we don't particularly believe that high heels and bikinis are like the perfect combination. All that mattered is that we were there, we were present, we were in the moment, and we had a great time. Now, of course, the capper of the whole day was being with Joe and Yvonne later, but that's a total another story. But about the fun and it's all about being present and being in the moment and and realizing that if it's not fun for you right then you maybe just need to adjust it ever so slightly now i had a very good time doing the search for quotes this past week and the first quote is from dr seuss and i think this just says it all actually i could probably just end it right after this quote. Dr. Seuss said, fun is good. I love that. <laughs> you got to know. Dr. Dream, a.k.a. Mark Fiebler, a.k.a. the it's all good guy, <laughs> is going to love the quote. Fun is good. We have some, some other quotes that, uh, that I also liked. 
Dale Carnegie, people rarely succeed unless they have fun in what they're doing. Okay. Life is, is really precious. We know that in this form that each of us is in right now, we have a limited time available in our experience. Why would you spend that time not having fun? Why would you spend that time doing something you don't truly want to do? Isn't your life worth the bliss that comes with having fun, that comes with being happy, that comes with sharing all of that with the people you come into contact with. Because life is worth that. Because our experience is worth that. So whatever it is you're doing, and I happen to be around some people this weekend that are absolutely living their dreams, absolutely stepping out there because of their passions. One of those people is on the call tonight. Her name is Yvonne, and she's embarking on a new business. And the excitement of what this means to her, the, the, the following her dream, following her joy, following her bliss, I was honored to hear all about this and be in her presence this weekend. So tell me, rhetorically, <laughs> so think about this. What is it that you're sharing with the people in your life? Are you sharing your bliss? Are you sharing your happiness? Are you sharing your fun? Or are you sharing your traumas? Are you sharing your victim perspective? Are you sharing your despair? We have the opportunity in each moment with each person that we come into contact with to build them up with energy that fills them or to bring them down and, and deplete their energy. Now, I don't believe that we consciously bring people down and deplete their energy. I don't, I don't, think, there's, I, I don't think that's what happens. But I think we start to not realize what's going on. We start to not realize what we're doing to ourselves. So are you living from a place of fun? Are you honoring your inner child? Are you energizing your life? Do you continue to feed your fears? Do you pass that along to the people that um, are around you in your immediate circle? Do you pass that along to your children? And these are really the big questions. Uh, there's a quote, um, and this wasn't attributed to anyone uh, in particular. Each one of us has the power to make others feel better or worse. Making others feel better is much more fun than making others feel worse. Making others feel better generally makes us feel better. And that's what I'm talking about. And if someone comes into your experience and they're not making you feel better, they're making you feel worse, you need to make a stand right there. 
you need to be authentic in yourself and that's going to help that person more than anything else. The worst thing that you can do is validate their despair, validate you know, the, the victim trip, validate any of that. Because as soon as you do that, you start to own it and the fun starts to go away. Uh, let's see. Quote, again, not attributed to anyone in particular. If it's not fun, tell me, why are you still playing? And the purpose of fun is to have it. But this is great. If it's not fun, folks, if what you're doing is not fun, if the life you wake up to live in the morning and go to sleep from in the evening is not fun, why are you still playing it the same way? Another quote not attributed to anyone in particular, and this is more than we normally have, but the fun quotes seem to, to fall into that category. When you have confidence, you can have a lot of fun. And when you have fun, you can do amazing things. Quite often, the distinction between having fun and not having fun is really just a case of your perspective. That's it. So if you are doing something and it happens to be something that you have to be doing because it's part of your job, because it's part of something you committed to, I highly suggest you figure out a perspective that makes it fun. I will also suggest to you that there is not any particular situation in anyone's life, there is not any particular activity that needs to be done that can't be from a place of fun. So what I'm saying is everything has a silver lining absolutely every experience, situation, activity has a silver lining. And it's up to you to say, you know what, on one level, whatever it is I happen to be in the midst of right now kind of sucks. But you know what, I don't do things that aren't fun. So what would make this fun? So if it's something that has to get done, think about the end result. Think about the satisfaction of having accomplished something you set out to do. Something that you know wasn't like on the top of your list of things that you would want to do, but it is something you made a commitment about. Isn't it fun to live up to our commitments? Isn't it fun to do to actually do what we say we're going to do? Okay, so get the feeling here that all it takes is just taking whatever it is and just shifting it ever so slightly and looking at it a little bit different. It doesn't take a lot to make simple shifts in your perspective that will open you up and allow you to be in a position to feel, to receive, to be part of the fun that is there. But I will tell you, do not 
do not count on someone else to make it fun. You know, that's all up to you. The other day, Friday, um, left late, later than I planned. Um, now, I know the lines are muted out, but I can actually hear Eddie laughing right now because I never really get there on the time that I planned. But what Eddie doesn't know is when I say I'm going to be there at 1, it makes it possible for me to arrive by 7. <laughs> if I said 7, I might not get there till midnight. But I was driving from Orange County to San Diego, and the traffic was bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper to bumper. I actually called Eddie and said, I believe there's about 24,968 bumpers between you and me, and I will be there soon. So I'm in this bumper to bumper traffic. It's, it's 5 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock on Friday of a holiday weekend. And I was all smiles. Why was I all smiles? Because you know what? I have fun doing whatever I do. Here I was in the truck, and you guys got to hear the sound of the truck because that in itself just gives me a rush. And I get that sound when I'm going five miles an hour on the freeway in Southern California. I had my dog with me. I had music that that just gets me going. And yeah, I was going five miles an hour. And I was loving it. Now what was my option there? My option going five miles an hour and complaining about it and not shifting the perspective to something better that served me. Not shifting the perspective to that silver lining. And the silver lining was, gee, Chris and Eddie are going to be fine whatever time I get there. It's me. It's Jake. We've got a full tank of gas. i got great music. And really, I have a lot of fun just hanging out with myself. So I'm in traffic. I'm not sitting on a beach. It didn't matter. It's being present and being in the moment. And you can make it fun. You can make it a good time, whatever it is. Let's see. We have a Mary Lou Cook quote. She's an American community activist, a calligrapher, and an author. Creativity is inventing, experimenting, growing, taking risks, breaking rules, making mistakes, and having fun. That's what creativity is. So, I mean... Pretty well covers a whole lot of stuff right there. <laughs> I've never heard of Mary Lou Cook before, but I will tell you that anyone that tells me that creativity is inventing, experimenting, growing, taking risks, breaking rules, making mistakes, and having fun definitely can connect with me, definitely has something for me. Uh, this is a quote from Nerejus Stasilovsky. <laughs> I thought I could just sort of whip my way through this. I don't actually know how to pronounce the last name. S-T-A-S-I-U-L-I-S. And this person said, Life, like all other games, becomes fun when one realizes that it's just a game. So I want to ask you, to ask yourself, 
when you wake up in the morning, are you approaching the day? Are you approaching another day in your life as a game, as something that is fun, as something that you can affect rather than it having an effect on you? Because if that's not the way you're getting out of bed in the morning, if that's not a thought process that you're putting yourself through, you're missing out on a beautiful way to start the day. So you know now how this works for Dr. Dream and Dream the Biggest Dream. You, Many of you have been on the calls for a while now. We have a couple of newcomers tonight. But Dream the Biggest Dream and what I share and what I talk about is all about you. And it's all about you as the individual making the necessary decisions for your life. And I will tell you right now, I think it's a darn good idea for you to decide that you are full of unconditional love and you have all of that to share. Knowing full well whatever unconditional love you give away, you're open to receive more unconditional love from this wonderful universe that we all get to play in. I think it's also a good idea for you to decide that in your universe, everything that happens is in divine perfection, whether you can see it in the moment or not. I had an experience recently. I drove an hour and a half from my home in Orange County up a little bit north of Los Angeles for a photo shoot. I arrived there and things started to go other than I had planned them. The client told me it was 35 miles from where I lived to the shoot. It was 70 miles. The client told me there were two setups. When I got there, he told me he needed four setups. The client told me that he was going to edit the photos. When I got there, he said, well, Mark, you can edit that out. <laughs> and so like, nothing was as it was supposed to be. Interestingly enough, my equipment did not work at all after this. Here I am. I've driven an hour and a half. I've got everything set up in this field, the three-acre field behind the Baptist church that's for sale, and my equipment did not work at all. And I said, I'm sorry, sir. You know, obviously I came here to work. I can't work. Um, I'm going to have to leave. And I drove off thinking that several years ago, or five years ago, if this had happened to me, I would have had some choice words for the gentleman, and they would not have involved unconditional love. Um, and I would have been in a bit of a downward spiral, like I've given up three hours of my day, I didn't make a penny, da 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 da, -da and I would have turned it into something bad. And instead, I drove away from the Baptist church, and the man that says one thing and then later on says something totally different, and I said, I'm not sure why this happened to me today, 
But you know what? I'm just going to drive on home and see what the rest of my day holds. I'm not going to let this ruin my day. And I started driving home on the Los Angeles freeways, and I got a text message from someone out of the country asking me if I was available. And um, it's someone I've been helping recently. And I said, I'm driving, I sent a text message back, which is a little bit tough for me to do with my touchscreen phone while I'm driving. It was so much easier with the keys. Anyway, and I said, 15 minutes, I, I'll um, be happy to chat with you. I pulled off the freeway. Um, he ended up going through all the Michael Jackson autopsy throng of reporters and everything. That's the exit I happened to choose. Don't know what the connection to that is. I found a park and started um, got online and started chatting with this friend of mine who was suicidal. And um, you know, we talked about it. Um, and just as a side note, I said, "Hey." Certainly that's an option, but I'm not sure you've exhausted all the other options. And why not just say, you know, whatever about every mistake I've ever made in my life, whatever about the people that aren't showing up in my life the way I want them to. This is my life. It's about me, and I'm going to start living it right now. And I suggested maybe that was a better option than what, what this person was thinking. Um, I sent Mother Teresa's hymn to life and um, a couple other things, and, and worked this person through the situation, and um, that was it. I got back on the road. It occurred to me that had I been in that photo shoot, had I been shooting, when the text message came across, I wouldn't have even looked at the text message because I would be working. So how beautiful is that, that my universe took me an hour and a half away from my home so I could be undistracted because my equipment didn't work because the universe knew that what was really supposed to work right there was an unconditional love connection between me and this person. But I got to choose that perspective. And when it happened, I didn't understand the divine perfection in what had just occurred with a photo shoot not happening for me and me leaving without any money. I didn't understand the divine perfection. But I had faith that there is divine perfection in everything. It did not make sense right then. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. I wasn't going to say, gee, there's divine perfection in everything except what just happened to me, and there's not divine perfection in that. I said, you know what? I know there's divine perfection in everything, and I know sometimes I don't understand it in the moment, but I'll get it later. And I got it later. And, you know, who knows? Who knows how that would have played out any other way? But I will tell you, it played out in an absolutely beautiful way that reminded me of the divine perfection and reminded me how blessed I am in my life experience to be living this way. We all have those opportunities. Make decisions right now. Make a deal with God. Make a deal with the universe for what you want your life to be about. Or just sit back and have it happen to you and don't take responsibility for it and see where that gets you. But you're on this call. You're on the dream, the biggest dream call. You're here to listen to lessons from the front line. 
We don't need to reinvent the wheel right now. These are the lessons from the front line as I have learned them, as I have experienced them. If I've learned them that way and experienced them that way, it's available to you. Make your decisions. Make your deal. Go into the universal restaurants of creation and place your order. Stop just thinking it's going to play out the way you want it to and then not really putting it out to the universe or God how you want it to be. Start visualizing what you want your life to be about and immediately start living it. Okay. Everyone that's on the call gets the Dream the Biggest Dream 21 Days to Change Conscious Creation Program. It is available for you to download at www.dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash free. This is a workbook. It's an experiential workbook. Okay? Don't download it thinking I've just given you 70, a 70 page manual on how to live. I've given you a 70-page workbook on how to focus your mind within a comfortable structure to create the life you truly want to live. It's up to you. We're doing some awfully exciting things right now. I want to just put one little plug in. If you are looking for a channel from the universe to provide you abundance. If you are looking for this channel with a group of like-minded people that will support you in these efforts using the laws of the universe, the simple shift of perception, perspective to make things happen, and wrapping it all up with unconditional love and making it fun. If that's the kind of opportunity you want, three, five, six, seven, ten thousand dollars a month, you contact me and we'll talk. Now, you can take this 21 day program and apply it to anything that you want to bring into your life. An opportunity that I'm talking about or any opportunity that's in front of you that addresses your passions, your bliss, and what makes life fun for you. All right. So this is the fun week, the fun call. It looks like we might even be ending it a little early because, you know, when we're really having fun, we want to get right back out there and have a little more fun. I will tell you that Maya and I are beat. I ended up in the wave pool on a floaty, and Maya said, I came over to see you, and you were asleep, Dad. <laughs> and I said, baby, that's part of my fun. <laughs> um, but got to be careful falling asleep in that 112-degree weather. Ooh, my tan looks so good. Um, yeah, this is the Follow Your Bliss Week and everything else. Um, I'm going to unmute the line. I would love to hear what comes up for any of you. Um, I'd love to hear from Chris and Eddie. <laughs> if you want to share any of your feelings um, about the weekend, Yvonne, if you want to talk a little bit about following your dream, following your bliss, or anyone that wants to give us something that feeds our soul that we can take with us 
to make our lives better. We want to hear it. And you're unmuted now. So this is your opportunity. Hey, Mark. Hi, this is Eddie. I, I, a little unrelated on the topic, but I was in a getting my weekly cheesesteak this morning, and uh, <laughs> I walked into the store, and I, I just had a, a, the, the girl behind the counter. I've, I've seen her before, but I just made a conscious. I said to myself, "What would Mark do?" And I made a very conscious effort to engage her in conversation and be positive and throw a little more energy into it. And it really made my day, and it kind of made her day. And uh, you know, just a little extra conversation, and uh, I attribute it all to you. That's lovely, Eddie. I have to share a, a quick story about um, an experience that we had on Friday night that I just remembered. Um, Eddie and Chris took me out for sushi. We had an amazing, amazing meal, and we went to the store across the street to grab uh, some stuff. And there was a police officer in there from the San Diego County police force or whatever. And this guy was tall. I'd say he's probably 6'4", you know, definitely a few inches taller than me, a big guy. And um, Eddie and Chris are talking to him. He's awfully nice. Um, I'm in and out of the conversation. I'm not totally engaged in this interaction. But um, I'm there, so I stop and listen. And Eddie points to the guy's taser and says, you know, is that a taser? I've never really seen one up close. <laughs> the guy takes the taser out of the holster and says, yeah, this is it. And I just I pull this trigger here, and it puts a laser sight, a laser pointer. Here, look. And I got a red dot now on me from the guy's taser. It's Eddie has engaged him in conversation. <laughs> of course, he's not pointing the taser at Eddie. He's pointing it at me and then the owner of the liquor store. I could not wait to get out of there. We heard a story about, I mean, it was just, it was nuts. So when, when Eddie tells me what would Mark do and he's engaged someone in a conversation, you never know if there's a taser or something involved. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Anybody else this evening? Is everybody having fun? I mean, are you genuinely in your lives if just in the middle of the day just I was able to pop in into your, you know, inner sanctum of thoughts? Would it be fun, happy thoughts, or would it be sort of heavy, it's all sort of getting to me stuff? And you don't all need to answer this, but, but that's kind of the, the question here. You know, are you really really embracing it, no matter what it is. And I tend to believe that we are because we're all on this call together and stuff like that. And I tend to believe that you're probably very much like me, that you're not always in that space all, all the time, but that, that we, that, that's what we're aiming for. And as soon as we realize we're not in that space, we're doing something to adjust it. And that's, that's what I tend to believe. I um, This is Julie, and I was running out of time to have fun today, and I kept thinking, gosh, I need to get outside, or I need to do something to have fun, and it was getting closer to the call, and then I thought, well, I'll just make what I'm doing fun, and I was making ham salad, <laughs> so <laughs> instead of putting it in the food processor, I got out the hand masher, the electric hand masher, 
and I totally was kind of pretending it was Play-Doh and clay, and I will not eat it because it was really gross after I was finished with it. I, I was definitely playing with my ham salad. So, yeah, you know, that was fun. That's an inner child experience there, and it didn't matter to you because it was fun, and you were like, I'm going to have fun right now, and it happens to be with ham salad. Julie, that's amazing, but you are in Nebraska, so, you know. It, it, it looks good, not really, but I bet it tastes good, so. Well, it was fun, and that's what matters. Yes. Anybody else, anything tonight before we close out the call? Um, this I, is I love Joe. this topic. Thank you. You're welcome. Joe, what do you got? Um, Yvonne's off cooking, but she was listening to the call earlier, and she is definitely, I don't know, she's smiling from ear to ear listening to you talk. And I guess I can vouch for her excitement and just how much fun we had hanging out with you guys over the weekend. It was definitely a good time. Um, I don't know. And it's like when you when you get together and you're just enjoying yourself, like you conceptual, conceptually think of fun and what you want to do for fun and stuff, but I mean, when you're doing it and you're acting out and, I don't know, embracing other people that you enjoy spending time with, it just happens. It's not something that, I don't know, you can plan out. It's just, I guess, you know what, when you're experiencing it. And, yeah, enjoyed it. Well, I have to tell you, Joe, every time I'm with you guys, I'm in this incredibly aligned, balanced place of fun and feeling so blessed and so honored um, to be with you guys, to be with, with you and Yvonne and, and, and Eddie and Chris and, and the conversations with Julie and, and, and uh, you know, when I was uh, over there living next to Marge and Sherry and Jan and I get to see Corey on on uh, on Saturday, and uh, Teresa's new to the call, but she's here. Um, I mean, I just I get so filled inside. My heart is just like, wow, what an amazing life I get to lead. That these are the people that are reflecting back to me the fun, the love, the camaraderie, that we're all in this together, and so. In my segue here of closing out tonight's call, I honor each of you, and I honor you directly from my experience. Teresa, I honor you for making your way to the call tonight and hopefully getting something out of it that you need to get out of it. And I am just thrilled in this fun playtime, inner child reveling in the spirit of all that is. Um, and that, my friends, I will carry forward until our next call. Next Wednesday evening, please invite your friends. And in the meantime, share your bliss, share your love, share your fun with everybody in your life. Put the fears aside and empower people with positive energy and unconditional love. Until next week, I love you all. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great week. That's a lot, Mark. Mark. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.